2: A Mercedes van. On the road again.
0: Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green.
2: Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. I'm Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. What we do each week is try to share some helpful hints on the car buying experience. And the most important thing is that we're not selling you a car, we're helping you buy a car. And we work for you, not the dealer. Our fee's $400, and we only charge if, we only collect money if we help. Now, I've got you
3: to clarify t- that, Gary, because we help a ton of people for absolutely free. When, oh, how when, much uh,
2: free advice? And, you know, I, I laugh because, you know, call, call a lawyer these days.
3: Try, try to get an appointment for free.
2: Right. You know, and and that one hour free consultation has gone by the wayside. and. The point that we're trying to make is that we're here to help you. We're not here to fatten the profit for the dealership. And the biggest thing that we do, besides getting you a great deal, is the ease of the transaction. Now, I helped two people last week. Of the two, two of the people that I helped last week, it was kind of funny. It was a friend of mine's mother. She lives on a fixed, limited income, and we were adding her to the car deal. And I explained with adding the mother, there were a couple of benefits, and they bought the car, but I explained to the mom, you're not paying me, but please understand I'm being paid by the dealership because you don't have money to put down. If you don't have money to put down, you don't have the $400 to pay me.
3: Gary, can we talk about that for a second? Because, right. you know, it, for myself, and it, it's probably been at least a couple of years since I've been in a circumstance like what Gary's describing. But obviously, it must happen because, you know, the most common thing that people often say when they go into a car dealership is I want to put no money down.
2: Well, she didn't only not want to put any money down. She really didn't have 400 bucks sitting around. She lives with her daughter. She lives on disability. And the daughter was like, Gary, I'll pay you. And I'm like, listen, it's really simple. The $400 on the 72-month loan that you're doing is, dra- is not changing the payment dollars don't worry about paying me let them pay me
3: and and so if we're going to talk about this let's make sure there's a full understanding correct because under no circumstances do we take any compensation from a dealer ever what he's describing is a circumstance where the client that we're assisting simply doesn't have the ability at the time of the need to pay and under those circumstances, we, we still try to guide against for a couple of reasons. One,
2: you're paying tax on it.
3: You're paying sales tax on it. You're paying interest on it. And so $400 becomes slightly higher. However, for the person that doesn't have the $400, the little tiny bit of tax and the little tiny bit of interest they pay on that 400 is costing them a fortune in most cases, by not contacting us. So again, at the end of the transaction, when the sale is complete, we collect a $400 flat fee. Does not matter if it's a new Mercedes, does not matter if it's a new Corolla, does not matter if it's a used car, does not matter. What Gary's describing is in that rare circumstance where a person is in such a situation where they can't do it, then there's going to be a clear communication as to where that
2: $400 is coming from and why it's there. And that wasn't the point I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make was how some people actually appreciate what we do for them. And we don't do it for nothing. And she understood about the money, but I got a phone call from a text from her daughter the next day, wanting to know what my address was, that her mom wanted to send me a thank you. So I, get home. That day, I open up the mailbox and there's a card from her with a gift card for a restaurant. And I called the daughter and said, your mom didn't need to do that. She says, you know, she knows she didn't need to do it, but she felt really bad that she wasn't giving you something. And I said, she paid me. She goes, she knows that the dealership was paying you, but she still felt like she was so appreciative of what you did, but was also kind of funny, was a radio show listener that I helped on Friday night His he and his wife now they waited 19. She had her vehicle for close to 19 years and they bought a car. And it was just nice on Monday to get a phone call from the gentleman saying, I just want to thank you for the experience. We had tried to shop around on our own a little bit and do this and do that. And, you know, you did exactly what you said you were going to do. The transaction went exactly the way you said it was going to go. You got us more money for our trade. Now, their trade was 19 years old with 162,000 miles on it. But the used car manager's words were it was the nicest 19-year-old, 162,000-mile car. So he gave them another 750 bucks from his initial appraisal. And they gave him a great deal on the 2016 Highlander. And there was a very competitive interest rate. But what I'm seeing is a lot of manufacturers, and this is what we're going to talk about today, is the incentives that are out there. And there are some cars that... The incentives aren't the incentive, they're interest rates. Now, when a bank, when you go into a dealership and they tell you the subvented rate for 72 months is 2.9 or 3.9 percent, you, with great credit, can not normally, can always match, if not beat the rate. And, and when he
3: refers to subvented, meaning that's where the manufacturer's in theory giving you a, a, a better deal or a better rate, and often you give up something in order to get that. And I, I didn't really mean to, to switch the subject. Oh, no, no,
2: but it was perfect what you said.
3: Well, and because it, for me, and, and I'm sure for you, it comes up pretty rarely. But you know, in the event that occurs, um, we're, we're still more than happy to assist you. And coincidentally, I'm meeting downstairs in, at just in a little bit um, a, a very lovely woman who I've helped previously and I've helped her son and I've helped her sister and you know it's interesting but when I helped them the very first time um, when they handed me the fee I looked at it and it was off by $50 and I brought it to their attention immediately and I said you know the fee's 400 not 450 and her son said my mom is not gonna pay you four hundred after what you just did.
2: It's it's amazing how many times, and I'm sure Dana's heard it, that just for the ease of the deal, just for understanding how the numbers work, you know, that's the biggest problem people have when they buy a car. It's not understanding what you just paid for. Now, I had a conversation with a gentleman on the way driving here today and he's buying a used car. And I told him exactly what Dana would have told him. You can buy whatever you want and buying a Corvette is not a logical transaction. It's going to be emotional. Now, it's not his first Corvette and it's not going to be his last one. But when you look at a used car, there are certain items that you give up, certain items that you might have to give up, certain items you might get that you didn't necessarily want, because there is no such thing as a used car factory. Exactly. And he knew exactly where I was going with this. So there were three cars to choose from. And one happens to be in Wisconsin and two happen to be in Scottsdale. Now, I told him that if you buy a car with the Z51 (laughs) performance package and you and I both drive the car, and I've had all different kinds of Corvettes, You are not going to notice the difference in your everyday driving of a regular suspension Corvette versus a Z51 Corvette. Now, if he told me he was going to go to Laguna Seca or he was going to go find the winding roads up back through Jerome and try to do 130 miles an hour through there, you might notice the difference. And that's
3: a big key because for a lot of people, when they're considering higher performance cars, and that's not what we're here to talk about today either, a lot of times, a lot of those features that activate don't activate until you're at a certain speed or RPMs. So if you're doing normal everyday driving, you may never even get the benefit of the feature.
2: We were joking around helping a radio show listener get a couple of Dodge Ram Pro Wagons. And uh, we were joking around about Hellcat's. And a buddy of mine that works in the dealership said, you know, I got to tell you, if you buy one and you drive one and you use the magic key, you better know what you're doing. Because 700 horsepower in a car like that can be extremely dangerous.
3: Especially when it's going to the rear wheels.
2: Now, I have a brother-in-law that sent me a picture of his Viper that he bought with $35,000 in upgrades. And he sent me back, it's scary fast. And I said, I know exactly what you're talking about because back in 07, I had a 700 horsepower Lingenfelter Corvette. And the problem with men is sometimes just because you have the 700 horsepower doesn't mean you have to see how fast it goes. And I was out one night and I came home and I looked at my wife and I said, honey, do me a favor. Put these keys away and do not give them to me until I'm handing them to the person I'm selling the car to. And she says, Gary, you love the car. Why would you want to do that? I said, because I just did something really stupid. Really stupid. Some kid was egging me on coming down 19th Avenue. It was late at night, and I decided to teach the little whippersnapper a lesson. And boy, when I tell you whippersnapper got whipped. But then I realized as fast as I was going, if something would have happened, if something would have popped out, one of two things could have happened. I could have killed somebody. I could have killed myself. And the third option was a fine gentleman in a white and blue car that says police on the side could have seen me. Okay? And at the speeds we were going, it wasn't a traffic ticket. So we know about cars
3: right. as part of
2: this. But what we really want to talk about today is the car business. And the thing that is very important, and none of us have a crystal ball for, and a lot of people don't realize when the dealer tells you that the incentives are over on October 7th, and I don't know what's going to be available on October 8th, he's not lying. He's not trying to get you to do something.:
3: It is the absolute truth. it is not a fib. When a program ends, it ends, they don't know till the next day. Remember, you can reach Gary at 602525. 1370. You can reach me, Dana, at 602 679
4: Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions. Located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall.
5: Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 10401 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona. 85323 in Avondale Auto Mall. miller nissan and mesa offers new nissans along with pre-owned cars trucks and suvs by top manufacturers general manager bill brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the phoenix metro area you can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126 his finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease This service does not stop there, as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan auto parts. They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state.
6: If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? the miracle of krill omega 50 plus call now for your free bottle 1-800-679-5745 that's 1-800-679-5745 1-800-679-5745 again call now
1: 1-800-679-5745
3: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and business partner Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. And, you know, before getting into the different advertising you're about to see and the different, you know, inundation of not only politics on the airwaves over the next few months, but certainly all the car dealers are going to be buying as much airtime and space as they can and whatever formats they can to try to finish out their year and promote as much as they can. So we're going to definitely talk more about that.
2: I'm going to ask you a question. It's going to help lead into this. Go ahead. What I want you to talk about and what we want to talk about is I want you to talk about the difference between when you see an advertisement on the news, on the TV, about Incentives, or when you open up the Sunday paper, or you get something in a mail, or you get an email from the dealership about an advertised price from the dealer, and it's two completely different things. And the one thing that I noticed, and I'm going to shut up after I say this, is how many times do you see an ad? on TV and at the end it says dealer participation may be required
3: and may vary Um, and uh, essentially the the manufacturer of course when when they place an ad they're usually doing it in a regional part of the country or you know whatever it might be and it can be in most cases it's going to be on the least expensive model If you watch television at all or happen to see ads, it's very rare that they ever talk about the price of the car they're showing. They'll show you the beautiful model. They'll show you all the beautiful features. And then maybe at the very, very end, really fast, they'll say model starting from some really low figure.
2: And then it'll add to that model shown top of the line. And I'm not going to use any variation. And it'll say. MSRP, 36-something, and the least special that they're talking about is a $23,000 car.
3: Absolutely correct. And, and, and again, for the most part, without dissecting that too much, they're, they're, of course, trying to advertise the least expensive thing they can to try to get the potential consumer to go to the dealership. Um, friends in the car business. You know our start when the intro comes it's it's about having a friend in the auto industry. Well, we're friends in the auto industry that understand it all. We're friends in the auto industry that work just for you. We're friends in the auto industry that fight or negotiate on your behalf for every dollar we reasonably can each and every time. You having a friend in the automotive industry that isn't Gary and isn't me is not the same.
2: You know, and and what Dana means by that is that in a car dealership, the salesperson has probably zero, zero control of the outcome of the car deal. Now, I will go back almost 20 years and I'll tell a story about that. And it was actually kind of an embarrassing story to be involved in the car business when they did this to the young man. So when you went through training, they made you come out and write a list. And the list was, who do you know? And you had to give a list of 50 people, 50 phone numbers, and you had to contact all those people trying to sell them a car. And there was a young a guy that I know when I was friends with him. I haven't seen him in probably 17 years. His sister came in and leased a car from the dealership.
3: Under that promotion.
2: Under that, who do you know? Exactly. So at the end of the deal, the brother convinced the sister, hey, I work here. It's a great deal, blah, blah, blah. Just do the lease. Sister leases the car. The kid gets his commission voucher. It's a MINI.
3: That means, according to the calculation that he's been paid on, the dealership's virtually made no profit, and he gets a minimum commission.
2: Now, this this is where the story gets embarrassing to be associated with some people in the car business. Unfortunately, about six months later, the sister's car is hit and totaled. She needs a new car. They make the mistake of sending the brother, who's still a salesman at the dealership, upstairs to bring the deal down from the car that was totaled. Well, he opens up the deal, and now he knows enough on how to read, and he sees the piece of paper, and it's probably three inches by five inches, and it says on top, commission voucher. It says stock number, deal number, customer name, profit, and then it says commission. Well, the profit was over $6,000, and the commission had a word next to it, $100 mini flat. They didn't want the kid who had been in the car business a week to know that they were making that much money on his family member. What a shocker. But the sad part was... The salesman's attitude was he didn't care that they made the money because the sister agreed to pay for it. What he was pissed off about was the dealership didn't pay him the commission on the deal.
3: Now, keep in mind that that's not only a true story and an incredibly sad story, but it's with a person that after six months in the business was able to look at the deal and after seeing it, realize, hey, whoa. Look what they did. Well, when you're a salesperson, you may be the most well-intended person around. But as Gary pointed out, that's not the decision maker. They're not the person that's going to appraise your trade-in. They're not the person that's going to be able to get you the lowest rate possible. That's not in the ads on TV? Oh, no, it's not on that. And without going into what more or less certain people do, with all the different people in all their different capacities, they all have one job, and that job is to protect the legal and financial welfare of the dealership. And in some cases, they may not do great on the legal, but on the financial, they typically do as well as they can.
2: Now, here's the one thing that, you know, we talk about advertisements, and for some reason, they're not allowed to advertise this anymore. <laughs> I haven't seen it in forever. Well, pay off your trade no matter what you owe. I think they still do those on occasion. Well, what's funny is it's because they have to. Yes, they do. You can't trade a car in that you owe money on that is not paid off in some way, shape, or form, whether it's you paying more for the car that you're buying, it's you putting money down to apply to your negative equity. But the, the, the most important thing to remember is that all of these services that you see, and I'm not mentioning them all, but when you talk about A true car price, a Costco buying service, the things like that, uh, AAA auto brokers, AAA auto brokers or AAA's auto buying service, they are not looking out for the welfare of you as the consumer because now I'm going to say this out loud. If you're buying a car and you're writing a check and you have no trade in. And you're not buying anything in the finance office if you're not interested in a service contract, Costco's better than nothing. So is True Car. I just can't remember the last time I helped somebody buy a car when I compared the price that I got to either the Costco buying service, the AAA buying program, the True Car price. It matters not. Correct. We're your car insiders, we work for you. is Dana, and you can reach me, Gary Green, at 602-525-1370. Is your bank, brokerage, or insurance company telling you to buy an annuity? Don't do it! They have very limited access to the highest rates available. You need solutions, not someone pitching you a product. Call for your free Safe Money book at 877-517-2346. That's 877-517-2346. Also, join Dan Bethel for the Safe Money radio show on Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7.30 a.m. on 960 The Patriot. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school.
6: Summer isn't fun when you're hungry.
2: If only I had a big test today. Or a book report to give. Give me a math quiz. Give me some homework.
6: If your child relies on free school lunches, we can help provide them with free meals this summer.
3: I'll stay after class. I'll clean the chalkboard.
2: I'll keep my desk real clean.
6: So they can stop worrying about food and start focusing on fun.
2: I'll do extra homework. I'll clean the class pet's cage. I'll skip recess. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school.
6: School might end, but free lunches don't have to. Find your local Feeding America food bank for help. Together, we're Feeding America.
5: Contact St. Mary's Food Bank Alliance at 602-242-FOOD. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
1: Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. I'm Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Remember, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can like us on Facebook at Your Car Insiders. We have a website, yourcarinsiders.com. There is a contact page. Every one of those emails come to me. However, I will tell it again, my preferred means of contact always will be the phone. It's the fastest way you'll get a, a hold of one of us. Quickest response and we don't mind talking to people.
3: And and often, you know, obviously some people are just trying to, you know, get information and emailing is an effective way to do that. If you want to have an email exchange relationship, start one of those with a car dealership. There are Maybe five, ten, fifteen, twenty things we can cover in a simple conversation, as opposed to exchanging a half a dozen emails that are sporadically sent.
2: And we don't have an auto responder.
3: <laughs> no, 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 we don't. And and so leaving that part alone. Gary had also referenced when when dealers advertise vehicles, you know, then then it's a completely different kind of set of circumstances. Because we're in one of the largest car markets in the United States of America, either the fourth largest car market in the United States, worst case scenario, fifth largest car market in the United States of America, even bigger for used cars because dealers come from all over the country to buy used cars from Arizona that are used because of no rust, no salt, dry climate, but without boring you with that, huge market. Then you have some of the largest you know, manufacturers, dealers by brand right here in the Valley, the Auto Nations of the world, the Penske's of the world, the Berkshire Hathaway's of the world. And then you have the independents, you know, and there's obviously some pretty big ones of those
2: as well. And speaking of independents, a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, and I wanted to reach out, and I was actually there the other day, and actually, I believe Dennis is going to join us next Thursday, next Saturday on the radio show.
3: That would be wonderful.
2: They're located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Now, what Dana was talking about, the advertisements from the dealers, there's certain little things you always have to remember. Do you qualify for all the rebates?
3: Not only do you have to worry about that, but if you do qualify for the rebates, what might you be giving up if you take advantage of it?
2: And then plus any dealer installed options could affect the final price. And that's a complicated one, isn't it, Gary? It's the addendum, but we're not going to go into each one elaborately. We're just trying to touch because what we want to talk about is what's going to happen in the next few months with incentives. But then they also come out with this new thing that in order to qualify for this price, you must currently have a certain type of car that they give you a loyalty rebate for.
3: Or you have to own a vehicle that is a conquest vehicle, not the same brand that they recognize as a Competition. Competition. Correct.
2: So when you see these prices advertised. Military. Recent college graduate.
3: There could be so many different things, and, and with business owners, they can add even more. The key is, like Gary's pointing out, when they're listing the, the discounts or rebates or the price that they're showing, so often the average person can't physically possibly qualify for all of them.
2: I got, a, I got an email yesterday from a credit card company, and the credit card company was sending me an email in affiliation with a big box store. And they were talking about pricing because I was the credit card member. And I just figured I'd goof around and look. And I l- clicked on the button and I started looking. And I recently, a couple of weeks ago, bought one of these products. Well, wouldn't you know it? It was $62 more expensive using this formula that they had from the credit card company with the big box store now i'm going to say it and i've said it a million times it's not just the car business it's just that the car business is the most scrutinized business when it comes to profit
3: and 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 i would say that you know you don't see articles every day about car dealers taking advantage of people you don't see that stuff you don't see stuff about you know dealerships overcharging or those types of things the scrutiny comes in that most people just have a a pure sense that based on past experience unfortunately that often many of the people they're dealing with may be disingenuous
2: you know and each week all we want to do is we want people to understand that we're here to help you we're not here to sell you a car we're not here to give you advice i mean i looked at my friend the other day sitting in the volkswagen store i said you know Juan, let's not do this. There's two variables that are not, it's variables. There should never be a variable in a car business. When you leave, you don't want to be responsible for your trading. You don't want to be responsible for insuring it. You can reach me, 602-525-1370, and you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324.
4: Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly, people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale.
7: 223916 and 6274. BK 0904164 LO091478. Equal opportunity lender, Chadwick Burks here with a fact that might surprise you. Did you know that the mortgage employees in most FDIC banks aren't required to be licensed? I'm serious. I'm proud that I'm licensed by the state of Arizona and held to a higher standard. Unlike the other guys, I've had extensive education and an FBI background check. I've also passed federal and state exams in mortgage law, financial knowledge, and ethics. Why? Because I serve the people of this state, not the Federal Reserve. So if you want your mortgage done locally and safe, and you want your loan documents reviewed in Arizona, I'm your guy. Call me at 623-703-4568 and see the difference it makes to work with someone who really cares. All types of purchases or refis, 623-703-4568 or visit straightscoopradio.com, straightscoopradio.com. Chadwick Burks with People's Mortgage, where your mortgage matters.
5: Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love
2: bunnies.
5: Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head?
0: Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun, two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit twomin2x.org. That's two 2 xorg A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.
2: Check out the Seth Leibson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Leibson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Got an iPhone, Blackberry,
6: or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today.
3: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Well, for this final segment today, we're just going to talk a little bit more about this because this past month that just ended was was off just a little bit versus last year um, in fact, all of the big three were down slightly versus the prior year and and under that premise, going into the the final push for you know a different reason there's new seventeens out there's new sixteens out it 's not about year end that way, but for each dealer, every month is a report card. And the final report card, of course, comes in December for the manufacturers. Again, they're going to be, along with the dealers, blitzing, whether it be email, whether it be solicitations directly from the dealer. You kind of have to be very careful. We get asked questions often by clients and people that have been sent to us that inform us about offers that they've received via email from whichever dealership it might be inviting them in for an exclusive offer because they need their trade. Poppycock, 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 poppycock,
2: poppycock. It's amazing. It happened today on the way to the radio station. And the sad part is I've helped this gentleman and his family probably get 10 cars over the years. And we got an email from the dealership and it's actually the dealership that I'm going to take them to. But I explained to him that, that price is going to include rebates that she doesn't qualify for, and it's going to include the dealer ads. Now, do you remember when I helped you buy your car?
3: It's not going to include the dealer Correct. ads in the price yeah. they advertised yeah. it for.
2: So it's, not, it's plus, plus, plus. It's not minus, minus, minus. Correct. You know, and I guess it's kind of funny because my mind's kind of elsewhere because my wife and I have been looking for a puppy. And she just sent me a, a picture and I happened to look at it. And I very rarely look at my phone when we're on the air. But when it's my wife, I just have to make sure that it's not my mom, something with my mom. So I was kind of when I said that. But if if you could buy a car for the way they are advertised, you would never need help buying the car. Now, there are... More than one facet of the car business. And when I got in the car business, the numbers were presented on what was called a Foursquare. And that Foursquare, we started from the telephone. And Dana was a sales manager in the dealership. And I would dial the number. And it was a funny thing. If a certain sales manager answered the phone, we all hung up on him. That
3: wasn't me, by the way. No, it
2: wasn't. And it's funny because we had a big meeting because we were told we're not allowed to hang up because the guy was getting his feelings hurt. And he's become a very success, successful car dealer, uh, but that's not what we're talking about. So we would call, and we would say, hi boss, I'm with Mr. and Mrs. Jones, and they would like to buy and drive home today stock number 23745. And on the other end of the phone, the boss would say, okay, let me check availability. Let me check availability, and while I'm checking availability, would you please ask them if we could work out all the details to the deal to de- now? Will they buy the car right now? Now, you never wrote the word today. You wrote now. Now,
3: did you hear that? Because that's a critical thing. Now. Today is ambiguous.
2: I can leave and come back and think about it for the day. So we would start the deal, and it was the price of the car, The lender generally requires this down payment. The current market value of your trade is this. And the top box was what your monthly payment would be. Now, in all my years, there was only one time that a customer said I could do that. And I was the sales manager starting the deal. And we started our deals at 33% down. 11% 11% interest for 36 months. Now, nobody ever wanted to do that. Now, the way that the numbers are presented are only for one reason, to get a reaction from the customer
3: to what's most important to the customer, the hot button, which could be the payment. It could be the trade value. It could be the down payment, but to try to isolate what it is particularly that is most important to you so that they can massage and manage the numbers in such a fashion to address your need.
2: Now, today it's a little bit different. It's called an e-pencil. It's a a four-square e-pencil. Right. And the joke that I had was when I worked for a dealership that was going to this system, it was in the early 2000s, and I kind of had a conversation one day that I didn't care if it was a four-square, an e-pencil, it's I could work a car deal on a roll of toilet paper. Now, the most important thing that I always feel in a car deal is moving to the deal, okay? The longer that a customer can sit and think and wonder and discuss, the less chance I feel the dealership has of making a deal. Now, I would say in the last six years that Dana and I have been doing Your Car Insiders, I think I've had to work Two deals from a pencil, which is how the numbers are presented. However, every single one of my clients that has ever bought a car, has signed an e pencil showing them how the math works.
3: And we explain how the math works before the e pencil comes. Both Gary and I, with the variables, can tell you the payment to the penny every single time and if we we can do it within a few bucks off the top of our head with bankrate.com i promise you we do it to the penny and it's set at 30 days to first payment the the area that is the part where i feel most consumers that go to a dealership often perhaps get the the least transparency is in the description of the products that are offered in the finance office, what they cover, what they're worth, and the potential benefit to the consumer. Gary mentioned, you know, one time where a, a finance manager was trying to sell both gap insurance and low jack to the same person on a car that they had severe negative equity in. Well, you don't buy a tracking device to find your car when you're paying a premium in case it gets stolen.
2: And that's when it's just a proof of the pudding of them not understanding how much Dana and I know. I think the best one I've had in a really long time was actually a radio show listener. And he was buying a used car. And he was very specific about what he wanted to do. He wanted to put 10 or 15,000 dollars down and finance the balance after his trade-in for 60 months. And the interest rate that we were looking for was in the mid-twos, which was very competitive. We get all done, and the finance guy was not happy. With the fact that we were financing the car for sixty months, we had already agreed to an interest rate, and we already had gotten a price on the warranty from the sales manager. So it was basically a print and go for the sales for the finance guy.
3: Look, but could, the best part—let me explain that, Gary. Because yeah. the finance managers or the business managers, as they call them, are arguably the best salespeople that work at most dealerships. And what he just described was that between Gary and the manager of the dealership. They had already determined and the they term, the, the rate, the, the cost um, of the warranty. And they don't like that. No, because their job, of course, is to try to make as much as possible, and that just got taken away.
2: Now, the best part was the finance guy wanted got into the office. with. Prior to going to the finance office, I walked away to use the restroom. When I came back, the finance guy was sitting in the office with the client waiting to go into the finance office because he wanted to go over a few things. And he started talking about something and I didn't like the way the conversation was going. So I walked back out to my friend who was the sales manager and said, listen, it's really simple. I'm not playing this game with him. He needs to print the deal just the way it is. So the guy comes up and you can see he's pissed off and wants to talk to me in his office. So when he started going in the direction I didn't like, I said, I'm gonna give you two choices and it's really simple, it's completely up to do type the deal exactly the way that we agreed to buy the car yesterday or hand me that $10,000 check and me and the customer would be happy to leave right now. Pick. Pick. So he huffs and puffs and you know, types the deal. So while we were in the finance office, one of the things he wanted to do was raise the interest rate and lengthen the term to give him a lower payment.
3: Now, how does that help the consumer?
2: Now, here's where it gets to be one of the best stories that I've had in a long time. Finance managers love to build camaraderie. They like to get on an even keel. They like to see if they can find a common ground to talk about. Build
3: rapport. Talk about kids, church, Boy Scouts, anything.
2: So... When he's talking to him, he brings up this financing for 72 months and the simple interest and the benefits of this and that. And I looked at this finance guy and the finance guy then made the mistake of asking the customer, what do you do for a living? He says, well, I wrote on the credit application. I'm a professor at the Thunderbird School of Global Management. By the way, just to go there, you got to be really, really smart. Now, when I asked him, he then asked, well, what do you teach? He says, well, I don't teach that many classes anymore, but I'm the director of the finance department. So here is a finance manager explaining to a professor that teaches finance at a very, very difficult school to get into – About the benefits of financing a car for 72 months. At a higher rate. At a higher rate. Now, there are times that we hear things when Dana and I are working a car deal that we know that this person needs to be quiet. Now, there are times that customers that go with me, their family members tell them the most important thing you need to remember to do is keep your mouth shut. Listen to what Gary's saying. He's going to protect you. Now, what I always tell people is if you have a question. Absolutely. Always, always ask the question. If it's something you don't think you should ask in front of the salesman or the manager that we're dealing with, say, Gary, can I talk to you for a second? And they'll always walk away. Ditto. Now, there's things that you hear when a, I I mean, I helped a gentleman buy a car and I was, Going back and forth with the, fin- the the finance manager, who happened to be the sales manager as well. Not a very busy store, so when he was done desking the deal, he went in and typed it. And he told me that the best rate he could get the- for the guy was this. Poppycock. Now, the mistake that the guy made was he actually sent it to the customer's credit union. So when the guy was visiting the credit union, they pulled up his account to make a deposit the guy at the bank said, I noticed you have a new car loan with us. Congratulations. By the way, what's the rate? Oh, we can do better than that. Now, I warned the sales manager slash finance guy, if you type the deal at that rate, you run run the risk of him refinancing the car. And his exact words, people never do that. Wrong. Uh,
3: you can reach Gary at six zero two five two five one three seven zero. His email address, but he's made it pretty clear, harder to reach him there, is Gary at yourcarinsiders.com. My name's Dana Southern. My phone number is 602 My email address is Dana at yourcarinsiders.com. If you care about yourself, if you care about a family member or someone you know that's in the market for a vehicle, would highly recommend, because it's free, that you either call Gary or call myself and let us help guide you through what, for many people, is a very difficult task because, unfortunately, the only person that's working for you, if we're not there, is you. And the knowledge that you have or the knowledge that your friend has may or may not benefit you when all the smoke clears. I promise you we, w- we will, or we're free.
2: Or we're free. We're here to help you. 602-525-1370. You can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. We'll be back next Saturday.